Hey everybody, it's Christina Caramel and welcome to It's Solid Food. So it's a lot of chaos going on in America and we sometimes feel like we don't know what we're going to do. <laughs> it does. It just feels really crazy and I feel like our media is pumping up their animosity and they're, they're to me, accomplices in a lot of the foolishness that we see because of their lack of honesty and them looking to push narratives instead of just reporting what happened and letting us the public come to our own conclusions. So that's what we'll talk about. I'm Christina Caramo, and now it's time for some solid food. It's Solid Food, where we discuss all things in Christian apologetics, culture, and politics. And I am your host, Christina Caramo. So everybody, what is going on in America, baby? We don't know. It just seems like there's chaos. Chaos begets more chaos, and it is just getting worse as things seem to be. So as we saw in Kenosha, Wisconsin, this 17-year-old young man shot three people, killed two, and one person is missing part of their arm. That is terrible, no matter how you slice it. But why is all this chaos happening? As we saw after George Floyd's death, there was much chaos that ensued. Now, there is no question that what Derek Chauvin did was wrong. He kneeled on the neck of George Floyd. It was absolutely atrocity what he did to a person. You don't do people like that. I don't care what your police manual says. You, you don't kneel on someone's neck. You don't do that. However, as more details emerge from the case, it seems as though this will not be a murder to case. It actually seems that George Floyd died from a drug overdose. However, that does not negate what Derek Chauvin did, which was kneel on his neck, which was inhumane. Now, why is that important? Why does that matter? Because that dictates what type of charges should actually be charged. You cannot charge someone for murder too when the person actually died from something else. Now your actions could have helped it along. You could have still assaulted or did other things with, to the person. However, depending upon how the person actually died, that will dictate what charges the person should be charged with. Now, I don't know about you guys, I've sat on the jury and let me tell you something It's very particular because once you bring up a set of charges, you have to prove the person is guilty of the charges you charge them for. They don't have to be guilty of, um, they can't, there's not, I, I don't, I feel this way or what I think they did was really bad. You can have a guy who, um, something he was guilty of a sexual assault or sexual misconduct or some type of sexual misconduct. It may not be like a rape one case or however rape sex crimes are charged. Yeah, it's he still sexually assaulted somebody, but you got to determine what level charge it is. So say the man is still guilty of some type of sex crime. If you overcharge him and say, you say, well, this is rape one or what have you. Well, the crime that he actually is guilty of doesn't meet the threshold of rape one. Therefore, he gets off because you have to be convicted of the actual charge that you've charged the person for, not the actual crime that we know you're guilty of. I hope that makes sense. Now, this is really important because the media, our media had information for a very long time. Um, and also the the DA or the um, 
the state prosecutors in Minnesota have had this information for a long time. It's actually video inside of the truck where George Floyd, when he first started saying, I can't breathe because he was having a fentanyl overdose. So he was having a fentanyl overdose, which fills up fluid in the lungs. That's why he couldn't breathe. So he should have actually been receiving medical attention because he was having a drug overdose. So that is critical to the case because actually what was preventing his breathing I'm not saying that Derek Chauvin didn't exacerbate the situation. So still, I still think he needs to be penalized and need to be charged with something. The question is, what do you charge him with? That that's that's what you have to figure out. Because still, what he did was extremely inhumane. It was extremely inhumane. Because there was another case, and this is what happened. If the media media actually would help themselves a lot, but they they can't help but try to push their narrative that America is a systemically evil and racist nation. There was a young man named Tony Tempa who died the same manner. Um, died under the same type of situation, shall we say, that George Floyd did. It was two officers kneeling on his neck and they were laughing. As they were kneeling on his neck, they were actually laughing about it and he died. And from my understanding, they're still on the force. But Tony Tempest is white. So it doesn't help the narrative so the media doesn't report on it. You know, so it is so much going on in this case. There's so much nuance that's being ignored that what's going to happen is, is that when they charge him with murder too, he's going to get off and these fools going to go tear up Minnesota again. That's, that's what's going to happen. People are like, we don't understand. And because our media purposely causes confusion and fuels chaos. That's what they do. If they would just report the facts of what happened and you don't have overzealous uh, uh, state attorney generals and people, I mean, attorney generals and things like that, we can actually get a lot more justice. Like one of the worst cases to me was Trayvon Martin. Again, there was, there was like the racial and political components is always lumped into stuff necessarily. And George Zimmerman should have never been charged with murder one. Never. That was not a murder one case. To me, he should have went to jail. Now, Actually, that could have been easy, like a manslaughter case. But that was not murder one. Murder one's me. I set out with the intention to kill you. I arrived with the intent to kill you. What happened with that case is he was a wannabe cop. And he called 911 and said, um, you know, whatever he thought, he looked suspicious. When we find out later, he just was getting snacks from the store. And the 911 operator said, do not approach him. But George Zimmerman... Wanted to be a wannabe cop, coming to the coming to Trayvon Martin, grilling him down, an argument ensued, a fight broke out, and then he shot and killed him. Now you can say, well, he was afraid for his life, but yeah, if I instigate a fight, if I instigate a fight after the police told me to leave a person alone, I instigate a fight and the person gets the best of me in the fight, and then I kill the person, I'm still going to jail because you should have instigated the fight. That's like me going over to my neighbor's house and, and ripping up their flowers. And start ripping up their flowers. They're like, hey, stop. And I'm like, I'm going to do what I want anyway. And I'm ripping up their flowers. And they punch me and start beating me up. And then I shoot and kill my neighbor. Well, yeah, I said, well, I was afraid for my life. They were beating me up. Yeah, but you went over there and started stuff. But see, again, but I didn't go over there and started stuff with the intent to kill my neighbor. I went over there and started stuff because for whatever reason. And so this is what I'm talking about. But the attorney, the, the prosecutor in the case, they overcharged to, to feed him with the media and the, and, the, and, the, and the political pressure and all this. And this is how we cannot solve problems by trying to feed narratives and bowing to political pressure. That is not how you do things. You just go by and do what's right. So that moves us to Wisconsin. What's going on in Wisconsin is an absolute ridiculous situation. Now, what's going on in Wisconsin, 
I personally have a lot of questions about the case before I come to a conclusion. But based on what the facts, the facts that I have, I believe that the cops shot him too many times. But shooting him in the first place, it seems to be a very justified situation based on the available evidence. And a lot of people are like, how could you say that he shot that man in the back? Okay, let's look at the entire case. And you're going to see why this is important. Let's look at the entire case, not what somebody said on social media. Look at the whole case. Number one, lie number one. He did not break up a fight. He actually, someone called the police on him because he was in this lady's house and she wanted him to leave. He was in this lady's house. She wanted him to leave and he stole her keys. So let's stop number one. So it wasn't like he was a good Samaritan because I actually heard of cases like, as a minister, I follow named uh, Marcus Rogers. And he was talking about a story in Chicago where he actually did break up a fight and the police came and hassled him. Stuff like that does happen. So don't get it twisted. Nobody's saying police brutality doesn't happen. Or sometimes there are cases where there might be a person targeting someone for the race. We don't know that, but we can only follow the evidence. And that's what I like to do. I don't like to lump in all stories. See, I feel like the media and a lot of liberals, they like, to, they like narratives. So they like to lump stuff in based on how it fits the narrative instead of just letting the facts go where the facts go. So nevertheless, this man was, the police was called on him because he was in this lady's house where she didn't want him there and stole her keys. Then he had a warrant out or a warrant out for an arrest because he was being charged with domestic battery and sexually assaulting a 15-year-old. Let me repeat that one more time. This man is being charged with sexually assaulting a 15-year-old and domestic battery. Okay? So, the police went there knowing they were going to arrest him because he's being accused and being charged with sexually abusing a 15-year-old. I don't know if some of y'all that may not bother you, but it bothers me. Because I have you know a lot of women... Who've been sexually abused, and I've had a lot of my students who've been victims of sexual abuse. Far more, I only know a couple folks that have been victims of police brutality, but I know so many people that I can't even begin to count been victims of sexual abuse. Just saying. So they tried to arrest him, and by reports, he had a knife in his hand. So when they trying to arrest him, he got a knife and fighting off the cops. Now, when he was fighting them, he, they could shot him in. If he had the knife in his hand at the time he was fighting them. I don't know at what point he had a knife, but he even acknowledged that he had a knife. So you're fighting the cops while they're trying to arrest you because there's two videos. Everybody just see the last video. There's two videos. There's another video of him on the floor fighting two cops. They didn't shoot him. And he got a knife. Then as they're like, stop, stop. Now, you're not going to let an, a charge or an accused sex predator drive off with three kids. The cops don't know who those kids are in the car. But this man's been accused of sexually assaulting a 15-year-old. They're not going to let him drive off with three children, number one. Number two, people are like, they shot him in the back. If you look at the video, and this is after he fight the cops. This is after he fought the cops. And he got a knife. He walks around and reaches in his car to grab something. Now, there's another video. You see a video like this incident where the cops, the guy reaches in his car and Boom, brings out shooting. So if you already fought the cops, you've already walked around, you got a knife, you fought the cops, you got a knife, and then you go and you power walk to your car and reach to the floor of your vehicle, they're not going to wait to see what you bring up. I mean, are people this stupid? Are they really going to wait to see what you bring out? What is this, surprise? Surprise, everybody. No, they're not going to wait to see what you bring up because why wouldn't they think what you brought up have a gun? They don't know. And, and in many of these cases, you act like the individual had no responsibility in the matter. 
Even if you say, well, they still shouldn't have shot him. He still shouldn't have been fighting the cops. He shouldn't have been in that lady house stealing her keys. He shouldn't have been doing a bunch of stuff. And when the cops ask you to stop, you stop. You don't sit there and go and power walk to your car and reach under your car seat. I mean, why wouldn't they think he had a gun? What the hell is he reaching for? I'm just saying, like, this kind of stuff is common sense. This is common, com this is common sense. What are you reaching for? What else? You already fought them. You already got a knife. Of course they're going to think that you have a gun. Now, there's definitely whether or not they needed to shoot him that many times. That's very true. That's, that's, that's something that can be debated. I'm fine with that debate that they need to shoot him seven times. But quit with the in the back stuff. Just because you shoot somebody in the back, that doesn't mean that it was wrong. Did you shoot a person in the back who was fleeing from you? That's when it's wrong. Did you shoot a person in the back who it was obvious they had nothing in their hands? But when you have a person who fought the cops, he already got warned. He already is a, a, an accused sex of predator. He already showed violent tendencies fighting you with a knife in his hand. And then on top of that, well, supposedly his hand, he had a knife. I don't know what his hand, but he had a knife. So they knew he had a knife. He fighting the cops. Power walked to his car after they tell him, stop, 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 stop. And the guy, before he even shot him, he pulling his shirt. Even before he shoots him. Now, if he just wanted to go over there and just shoot him, why would he pull his shirt? He pulling his shirt because he's trying to pull him out the car. But once this man decide, Jacob Blake decide, he go home, he going to reach under his car seat. Of course they going to shoot you. They ain't about to wait for you to jump up and say surprise and start shooting them. I mean, y'all act like this man don't bear no responsibility in this case. And this is the problem with our media. They act like stuff is just shut, open shut. White cop, black suspect, cop is wrong. It's like you can't do that. You can't do that. So then nobody, the media doesn't want to tell the whole story. And it's like, well, what he charged it with doesn't matter. When the police came, they came to arrest him. It totally matters because they showed up to arrest him. They didn't show up because there was a domestic dispute that he was trying to resolve with other people. He was some kind of mediator. No, they showed up to arrest him because he was charged with sexually abusing a 15-year-old. And somebody called the police on him because he was in somebody's house when they asked him to leave and stole the woman keys. So, stop. Just stop. Tell the whole story. Even if you think at the end of the day the cops were still wrong, tell the entire story. That's the problem. Our media doesn't do that. They show the one clip. They peddle lies. Just like with Michael Brown, the hands up, don't shoot. That was proven to be a lie. That was not true. He was fist fighting the cop and trying to steal his gun. It was literally his fingerprints on the cop gun. Michael Brown's like, what are you talking about? He was fist fighting the cop, trying to wrestle his gun away from him. Well, I mean, come on. You, you can't do these things. You can't go fist fighting cops, taking guns, brazen knives, and doing all this stuff. And then when they shoot you, Say, oh, well, that ain't fair. And then people that go online, they upload these videos. They upload these videos of, see, look at this time. This white guy, he, 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 look, he fought the cops and got away with it. I done seen videos of, of black guys fighting cops and getting away with it. I done seen videos of all kind of stuff. So the people look to, to fuel a narrative. They look to fuel a narrative. And instead of let's find justice, let's let people, let the investigators investigate the case before we draw any conclusions. Because as more evidence comes out in the case, it's looking more and more like the cops are justified. So when I just saw the tail end of that video with the information that that was being perpetrated, that he went to break up a fight 
It does look bad from that perspective. You still ask, well, I would have just stopped because I've been profiled by the cops before myself. In fact, I, what I what I did, I just complied with the officer. I just sit there and try to fight the cops, argue the cops and say, F you, I'm doing what I want to do. I didn't do any of that. I just listened and I had my day in court and the judge sided with me and said the cop was harassing me. I should have went further with the case as far as reporting the officer and everything to his superiors, but I didn't. He didn't physically harm me, but he was just harassing me and doing a bunch of unnecessary stuff and gave me a bogus ticket. Okay? And, and the judge even sided with me. But I didn't sit there and fight the cop. I just sit there and listen, comply, and I complain in court. And I won my case. That's how you handle stuff. But even, even with that, let's say he did come to break up a fight. He did, but this he came to break up a fight and the police just harassing him. He like, man, forget y'all. I'm leaving. I'm not about to stand here for this. He still shouldn't have done that. But let's say that even if that happened and they was wrong, the media is still supposed to tell the whole story. But they never do. They never do. They only want to push a certain narrative because it's like cops are racist, white people are bad, vote Democrat. That's basically, that. we can sum it up in one sense. America is systemically racist, cops are bad, white people are inherently racist, vote blue. They might as well say that because that's essentially what they're trying to do because they always want to push this in efforts to get a Marxist candidate in the office. And it's like, no, 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 no. No, 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 no. And so then the media has been covering up for the people that have been rioting in response to these cases. And they're saying, well, we're going to start rioting. And they said, there's peaceful protesters. There's nothing, nothing peaceful about burning down buildings, harassing people. I mean, you can even see in D.C., well, this and this is in Washington D.C. This is not even in Wisconsin. They literally went. This lady is sitting at a restaurant eating her food. I think she's having a drink, trying to relax. They circle her. They circle her and sat and go, "Well, you say Black Lives Matter." And this white lady and a group of white people screaming at her to say Black Lives Matter. And that's what's so funny about the Black Lives Matter movement. You see some of these marches; it's all white people. There's not a black face in sight. Because there's plenty of black people who's hip to game that this group is has nothing to do with black people. It's just about pushing Marxism and blackface. Just for real. So, so, so they, so they surround a lady and like, Black Lives Matter. And a whole lot of the crowd was just chatting and screaming and ratting. It's like, that's what y'all want. So even though, forget all the cases where it's questionable. Let's focus on justified cases where the public upset. Like Orlando, Philando Castile. That case was ridiculous. Well, I don't know. I'm just saying, there's there's cases, that case was totally ridiculous. He was simply trying to get his, he was simply trying to get his permit. He told the cops he had a weapon. If I'm trying to shoot you, I'm not going to tell you I got a gun. I'm just going to pull out my gun. So there are cases where the cops get away with crimes. I've told this story before. My mother, her friend wrote a book, like an autobiography, and she was being sexually abused by this cop in Lansing for years. And he would threaten to take her kids away if she didn't have sex with him. So I ain't nobody negating that there's crooked cops. No, no, don't come at me with that. I'm not. But what I'm saying is, is that the media over-exaggerates things. And then, too, they admit key parts of a story that shed new light. That's like, maybe like, oh, maybe this case ain't as simple as it is. The George Floyd case was a lot different because it was just like, he just sitting there on this man's neck with his hands in his pocket like he don't care. So that one was a lot different. But many of these cases, there's so much more going on that helps provide some context as to why it transpired as it did. 
And for them to peddle that lie like Benjamin Crump, that guy is such a joker. And I'm going to say that because like George Floyd, they gave a man like four funerals. While other people during COVID couldn't have one for their family. But I digress. They gave this man like four funerals. And the most of the people speaking at the funeral are people who didn't even know the man. They just grandstanding and, and campaigning for Joe. It was just a Joe Biden campaign of it. That's, it was just a DNC campaign of it. It's sad. It's really sad. But nevertheless, he's sitting there peddling lies. So the people in Wisconsin, they decide they're going to protest and riot. Now, these governors in places like Washington State, uh, Oregon, and all kind of places, they are justifying these rioters. They're justifying these rioters. They're justifying them. And the thing about that's so ridiculous about them justifying these rioters is that when these people come to their neighborhood, they didn't want to shut it down. Like in Chicago, Mayor Lori Lightfoot, she was all right with all that they, they, uh, they tomfoolery when it was around other places. But when they showed up on Hart Street, oh, nah, she don't like it. Now nah, we got to shut down the protest. But when other people complain, they was being racist. I mean, this is the this, this stupid, stupid, stupid mindset of so many people. Like even the couple in, in Missouri. And you people like, oh, they shouldn't have pulled out them guns. I feel like throwing my stuff up in the air. So let me get this straight. You got a gate surrounding your house. They have a gated community for a reason. They paid their money. They, they paid for their private driveway. So a mob of people have a right to go to your house, break down your private gate, surround your house, and threaten to kill you. There is video footage, audio footage of them threatening to kill these people. And they're wrong for pulling out their guns and they mean they racist. I blame the education system. That's why I'm pulling my kids out of public school. I'm so tired of, how stupid can you be? You gotta be stupid. You mean to tell me right now that if some people surrounded your house, a hundred people surround your home, screaming if they're gonna kill you, you will be wrong for pulling out a gun? Telling them to go away? You gotta be crazy. You got to be crazy, but it ain't crazy. It ain't stupid. It's that people are so, they have like a spiritual attachment to their political party. They have to just push the narrative. The narrative says, I got to push the narrative, push the narrative, push the narrative. It's like you're not interested in truth at all. They don't care about truth. It's of no consequence because if the truth get in the way of the narrative, we deny the truth. So now, follow me. Let's keep going. So now, Things are spiraling more and more out of control. They even burn it down. It's so funny to me, which is a Unitarian Universalist church, which is just a heresy to begin with. But I digress. They had a sign up saying Black Lives Matter. They burned down that sign. So even people who show solidarity with them, they don't care. They're just looking to destroy, 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 destroy. So chaos begets more chaos. Whenever you let things spiral out, the reason why we have laws in our nation is to prevent chaos. That's the whole point of laws. So we don't have chaos. Because when you have chaos, people die. That, that, that's what happens. Just like um, this in Missouri, uh, Sergeant Dorn. He was a retired police officer. They believe he was defending his business. He was shot and killed. Where was the media? Where was CNN at? They didn't care. They didn't care because it didn't fit the narrative. Black Lives Matter protests, the black man gets shot and killed like it. And most of these protests, the folks have been dying been black. Because it's just a violent mob. It's a violent, like in, in, in Chaz in Seattle. 
So that was these people, these group of anarchists decided to create an autonomous zone, an autonomous station in the middle of Seattle. The mayor was all right with it until they showed up at her door. Now, oh, we got to shut it down. So these grandstanding politicians, they so fake and phony. And, they are awful. They are terrible. They are terrible with a capital T in all caps letters to the E. They are horrible. Because they love to say, oh, they're upset. They are just frustrated. Black people are tired. Half of the people out there are white. Shut up. And then you have the video. You have the video. It's so crazy. It's Portland police officers, a black man talking. He's like, he's had incidences where black people will come, will come talk to him like there are protesters and try to have a conversation with him. He said, and then there will be a white person come around and sh and try to shh the person up and be like, Black Lives Matter, Black Lives Matter. And he like, just the irony of it all. I'm a black police officer. And then they have these white kids screaming at them that you're a traitor. It's, I, Holy Spirit didn't call my tongue. I'm telling y'all about six times during this episode, the Holy Spirit has caught my tongue. I'm telling you. I would have lit into them. But the, I, that's why I'm not a police officer. Because my patience, I, I have no patience for that. Zero. Zero, zero, zero. Okay, but then, but then after that, he liked the crazy part. I'm talking to a black person talking about the issue of police brutality and how we can help and this, this, and this. And this white person coming to me screaming, Black Lives Matter, Black Lives Matter. I'm telling you, Black Lives Matter is just Marxism and blackface. That's what, my, that's what Malcolm X said when he said about progressives. He's like, liberals are the worst because they pretend. I'm going to tell you something. That's how they are. They pretend they love black people. They care about, oh, we love you. They might as well just say, we love us Negroes. That's, that's what they might as well say. Why they push garbage policy. Why they push garbage policy. And then all they have to do is scream that people are racist if they don't support their policy. That's all they do. Like, even the funny, I know I'm jumping ships and I'll get back to my topic. Like, mail-in voting. I know some Democrats who are against mail-in voting. And Republicans are like, this is a horrible idea. The best way to share a safe and fair election is that everybody show up in person with their ID and feed their own ballot. And I know some Democrats are like, yeah, it's some problems. I saw somebody post online that's like 20% of mail-in ballots aren't getting counted. And that's a Democrat. But then according to the media, if Republicans say the same thing, it's because we want to engage in voter suppression. This is the kind of stuff I'm talking about. They throw, it's, they throw racism around so loosely all the time because they just want you to vote blue. That's all they do. Racist, 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 racist. Vote for Democrats if you want this to stop. It don't make any sense. So back to the subject at hand. Back to the subject at hand. So let's get to Wisconsin. So in Wisconsin, they have all this rioting going on. So now some guys show up and is shooting at the riot. He's shooting, shot three people, killed two, one person lost part of their arm. Now, why was he there? He's 17. So you, now he's not even from Wisconsin. This cat is from Illinois. So he show up with an AR-15, uh, um, AR shows up and is shooting. Now, I don't know if he just sh showed up and started shooting. I don't know if he showed up like he was going to stop. He like he was going to be a policeman and stop these people. And then some type of stuff broke out and he started shooting in. I don't know what came first. People instigate conflict with him and he shot or he came out there to shoot. But here's the thing. He didn't mean any good. He And then he's 17. His mother drove him there. What the, what's wrong with 
translated. So even though I think the rioting is wrong, but that's not the proper response for you to drive your 17-year-old self. Number one, it's illegal for him to have an AR-15 because he's 17. You cannot open carry at 17. So that's the first problem. So he's sitting there open carry with an AR-15 like he's going to stop the protesters or the rioters, rather. That's not... that. What mother would do such a, something so stupid? Something so, so, so stupid. Now he is being charged with murder one. Here's the problem. Chaos begets chaos. These self-serving people in the media, these self-serving liberal politicians who will probably sacrifice their own mother to Satan to win office. They sat there and want to downplay this stuff and we kept telling us, us, us me and my conservative friends, and, and kept saying, but not just conservative, let me back up, I know some liberals who were against it. Let me say a lot of people were complaining like, this is not the way you answer stuff. You do not have chaos. Because chaos gonna bring out everybody. And a lot of people sitting there justifying, like, well, if in, in Chicago, this stupid lady tells them, if they wanna ruin, loot, and riot, so what? We'd have been through. Shut up. Like that stupid lady that was a teen editor, a teen editor writer, was like, we shouldn't use the word crime. I, I'll get to that in another episode. She's talking about the, we should, we got a, the word crime, and I don't like the word crime. And I mean, I'm just like, these people are ignorant. They live in such, they've been trained Marxists. Our colleges and universities have been the biggest ripoffs. A lot of them. Not all. Not all. But our colleges and universities for the last, I don't know how many years, I would say maybe 40 years, have been one big ripoff. Because they've just been doing nothing but training Marxists. That's it. That's it. And so, you got people that are justifying, like, well, they're angry and frustrated. I'm angry and frustrated about abortion. So, should I go firebomb abortion clinics? Should I go Should I go around and start slitting the throat of abortion doctors? Because, see, I'm frustrated, too. I'm mad about abortion, too. So, I should show up at the clinic and start shooting everybody in the building? I could feel morally justified saying I'm saving the life of that child. If I shoot that abortion doctor in the face, how many children am I saving? Am I morally justified? You would say, no, 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 no. That's not you handle problems. And I agree. You do not have a society where we solve our problems through violence, whether it's through rioting, looting, because rioting and looting leads to death. Now everybody in the media want to clutch their pearls because this guy show up with a gun. But the, the rioters, when they kill Officer Dorn, y'all didn't care because it didn't fit the narrative. Officer Dorn was a black man. And so you got a white boy with a long AR-15 showing people that fit the narrative of racist white people. So that's what we going to do. And we're going to push that because we want to push everybody to go vote for Joe Biden. And uh, we, nobody want to hold these crazy people in the media. Nobody want to hold these crazy politicians responsible or accountable for old Candace rioting and looting. Y'all was all right and silent about the other people who died. Y'all didn't care about the young man who died in, in CHOP in Seattle. Y'all didn't care about Officer Dorn. You ain't care about none of these other people that died during these crazy riots, but suddenly now you're pearl clutching about this one because the image fits so well. White boy with a long gun. You, you see what I'm saying? And, and people fall for it. And they fall, and that's why the media conceal information about the Jacob Blake case because it helps their agenda. It helps. So we got to conceal information about the case because it fuels the mob. And then when they see the young man with the AR-15, a white boy, it fuels the mob. It fuels the mob. And they need sheer chaos and confusion. And saying this will all stop when systemic racism goes away. And then systemic racism will go away if you give us the power. Stop falling for it. 
Stop falling for it. I don't understand why people keep falling for it. It is unbelievable to me. It's absolutely unbelievable. And nobody seems... <sighs> Come on, Holy Spirit, help me out. It's like people don't get it. It's like people just don't get it. And, and, and we continue to allow the media to manipulate us because emotionally it feels good. And, and, and I've talked about this before. The irrational fear of racism is used as a tool of manipulation and control. It is. It's an irrational fear attached to it. You know, and, and people's like, well, we keep having these cases. Let me tell you something. If you think you're going to stop from ever again from happening, a black man, whether, let's say, let's say unjustly, if you're going to stop black men unjustly being shot by cops, you are crazy. That's like saying you'll stop rape. Because people of all ethnicity have been unjustly targeted by police officers. And you know why that is? It's not because these cops are this, this. I got a little two words for you. Human evil. Human evil. The question is, is what happens? Are people charged? Is it, Are these cases properly investigated? And then correctly, uh, correct charges are brought up. That's the question. But to think you're going to stop. And then too, to think you're going to stop officer-involved shootings is dumb because you have criminals. You act like criminals don't exist. Like, this is just some kind of phantom concept or something. Like, there aren't people out there who commit crimes on a consistent basis and have to be detained and pulled out of society because of the, the, their, the crimes they committed to keep the public safe. People people just, they act like they don't exist. <laughs> it's, it is unbelievable to me. I am like, I am living in the twilight zone. I'm, li I'm living in the absolute twilight zone. And I, I just... I just really wish more people in America would just pay attention and just wake up to what's happening. It, it is so upsetting. It is so frustrating how many people are falling for it. And I know I'm making call coons and all kind of stuff. I had one of my own relatives I had to block on Facebook because he said something so obscene about my family. He said something about me. He going to say that, about, uh, that I should get beat up and that our ancestors hope my mother swallowed me. With the hope that our ancestors hope my they were the hope but wish my ancestors my mother would have swallowed me. Because my own family member said to me, because I'm a conservative. I was like, you know what? I ain't gonna say what I'm thinking right now. I'm like, okay, I, I remember that. You didn't disrespect my mama now. I, I remember that. You see what I'm saying? This is why people act. They are so the media has people's minds so jacked up. They have people's minds so jacked up. That if you even share an opinion, like, I don't think that's racist. I don't agree with you about that assessment. They wish harm on you. They wish death on you. All because, and that's the media jam people up. They've been doing this forever. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Even in the early 20th century, they did it all the time. We hear about those riots where it would be a mob of racist white people and they assault a black person be the media ginning up the whole thing they would gin up the entire thing because people are ridiculous when people already have a preconceived notion the media likes to push the narrative and the preconceived notion to gin up action because why it makes them money because if they're stirring up the controversy guess what's happening people buy their papers they're watching their tv shows they're going to their websites it's about money for them about money they don't care they're so dishonest and American people fall for it again and again and again. 
And when we get these crummy politicians, we don't have nobody to blame for our, but ourselves, to be quite frank. We don't have nobody to blame by ourselves. Because you won't take the time to investigate the claim. You won't take time to investigate the evidence. And as soon as somebody shares an opposing view, you want to castigate them or wish harm on them. That's ridiculous. Hear them out. You can still disagree at the end of the day. But to try to impugn things on people's character simply because they have a different perspective on something, and then I'm actually providing some logical things, you need to ask yourself this. If you forget the race of the people involved, what conclusion would you draw? That, that's, the, that's the thing. Forget the races of the people involved because people are trying to find some larger narrative. Like, white people just don't respect us. People don't respect people. What are you talking about? Have you been asleep? Have you not paid attention to world events? What about in, in uh, Rwanda with the Tutsis and the Hutus? I believe it was the Hutus killing the Tutsis. I'm pretty sure. They were the same race, quote unquote. What happened there? I mean, that's just it's people. People who kill their own family members. What about the, 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 the Sweetie Pies? What about him? Sweetie Pies, this guy here. He's been accused of killing his own nephew, taking a life insurance policy out on his nephew and killing him. That's his uncle. That's why ultimately the problem is humans who hearts are separated from God. Because if you are in fellowship with Jesus Christ, you do not kill people, you do not harm people, and you even learn how to have a more balanced approach when things don't go the way you think that they should. And the reality of it all is that we have to stop letting our media trick and manipulate us, and we have to start investigating claims, claims for ourselves and asking for the whole story before we jump to conclusions. There are some cases where there's no needed context. You know what I'm saying? But even in cases where it looks, it looks like it's bad, I still want to know the whole story. For example, excuse me. Remember the case, I think it was in South Carolina about four years ago, where it was a man who was shot in the back by the police. Now, this is a clear case because he was running and he had his hands up when he was running. So he was no threat. He was running and he had his hands up, okay? And the cops not just only shot him, but went and threw a gun down by him to try to make it look like the man had a gun itself, try to plant evidence, okay? Now, they went to jail, case closed. There was nothing to talk about. Like, they go to jail, don't pass, go. Collect $200. You out of here. However, let's just say hypothetically, of course, it didn't happen. Let's say hypothetically that man had like a bomb in his hand. Okay, let's just say hypothetically he had a bomb in his hand and he was running with the bomb in his hand to a crowd of people and say the cops did that. And you could be like, they was running away from him and blah, blah, blah. Then this lady discovered they had a bomb in his hand. He was running to a crowd, to a crowd. So we had to kill him and stop him. Now, again, that did not happen. But hypothetically, if something like that did happen, the cops would be totally justified from shooting a person in the back. This is why... Context and evidence matters. You got to get the whole story before you draw any conclusion. Because once you, it, it come on now, it's I'm a, I'm a I'm a hope I can find it. It is in Proverbs. In Proverbs eighteen thirteen, it says, "If one gives an answer before he hears, it is his folly and shame." So you are supposed to hear. The entire thing before you give an answer. 
You don't give an answer and draw a conclusion that I don't care about the rest of the story. I don't care about the. I don't want to hear the whole. St- I don't care. I don't care. You need to hear the whole story before you draw a conclusion. That's wisdom. Scripture also says in Proverbs eighteen seventeen, the one who states his case first seems right until the other comes and examines him. So that even the Bible talks about you not coming to a conclusion just because what you heard first sounds so bad. And that you should find out all evidence before you draw a conclusion. And the fact that there are people who don't want to do that, it's saying it don't matter. What I heard first is what I'm going to believe. It don't matter, the whole story. I don't care. What I heard first is what I'm going to believe. No wonder you got chaos. Because we live in a, post, a post-truth a post society. It's all about feelings. It's all about emotions. And that's how children act. That's how, that, that's, that's how kids act. So I'm going to stop there. It, it's been wonderful talking with you all. I am Christina Caramo. And make sure you check out my website, ChristinaCaramo.com. And guess what? I am on all major podcasts and platforms. So make sure you check out my website. It's Solid Food. You can also see me on Facebook Live. You can see me on YouTube at the Christina Caramo Project. I'm also on Instagram at Caramo the Great. That's G Caramo and G-R and the number eight. Caramo the G-R number eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, and remember, you can always send me a message. I would love to get your messages. And remember to be brave and bold because the gospel of Jesus Christ must be told. Toodles.